Hello everyone. Today we're thinking about one of the names of God in the Old Testament, the God who sees me. You may like to take an unhurried moment to ask God to speak to us as we spend time soaking in his word today. We're going to look at Genesis chapter 16 and chapter 21 verses 8 to 21. So I wonder, have you ever felt invisible? It can happen at any age and in all kinds of situations. Perhaps you may have seen an episode of Call the Midwife a few months ago, where one of the sisters decides to go to the local market wearing ordinary clothes for a woman of her age, rather than her habit, to see what would happen. Across the way, she notices another of the sisters, wearing the habit, who is laughing and chatting with people, while the first sister is left feeling invisible. She is unthinkingly pushed and jostled in the crowd, hardly noticed and very alone. Her experiment has given her fresh insight into life. So let's meet Hagar. Sadly, feeling invisible can happen all too often. It seems likely that this was Hagar's experience in her early life. Originally from Egypt, Hagar was an enslaved person. This was part of the social culture of the day. As we shall see, the story of Hagar undermines the very concept of slavery, as indeed does the whole sweep of scripture. For now, however, this is the kind of culture into which Abraham and Sarah were born. We don't know if they ever questioned this. What we do know is that God had promised them a son, in God's perfect timing, but the years were slipping by and still no baby. It was looking more and more impossible. Their trust in God's promise was wavering. This was not Abraham and Sarah's finest hour. It was quite usual at that time for a childless couple to arrange for the husband to have a child with a slave girl, and that child would then be brought up as his heir. This is what Abraham and Sarah decided to do. Hagar was of childbearing age, so she must have been very many years younger than the proposed father of her child. There is no hint that she had any say in the matter. When she becomes pregnant, she finds she has some power in the household. She's probably not used to this, and her reaction is perhaps understandable. She begins to taunt Sarah who complains to Abraham, who promptly washes his hands of this domestic conflict. Sarah treats Hagar so badly that the girl runs away. No one comes out of this episode well, and yet notice in the long run how graciously God deals with all of those involved. But these were desperate times for Hagar. She has nowhere to go except wandering lost and alone in the desert. She comes across a spring of water, and as she sits down there, we can perhaps begin to imagine some of her feelings. She must have been scared, bewildered, without a clue as to what to do next. She was all on her own. No home, no friends, no money, and with a baby on the way. There was no one to whom she could turn for help. Everything had gone from bad to worse. The outlook must have been totally bleak and without hope. She was utterly powerless. No one cared. No one could even see her now. 
to the whole world she was invisible. She was not, however, invisible to God. He sends an angel to her side with a message of hope. She is to go back to Sarah, but this time with the assurance of God's blessing. God sees her, knows her situation, assures her that she and her child have a future. It seems at this point, Hagar recognises that she has met with God himself. Right where she was, alone in this desert place, God has made himself known to her by a name he has not revealed to anyone else, and Hagar recognises the awesome privilege of this. She is not used to being treated as a privileged person, and we can only imagine the enormous hope and encouragement this must have given her. God was watching over her. He had a plan and a future for her and the son she would soon bear. God knew. God understood. God cared. And in this encounter, Hagar realises she has been shown something about the nature of God himself. The name of God revealed to Hagar is, in the English translation, God who sees me. Some of life's experiences for us can feel like we're lost and alone in a desolate place, feeling invisible and losing hope. But today we're reminded that God himself watches over us. You are not invisible to him. God sees, God knows, God cares. God will help you find a way forward. God is closer than we may think. Let's move on now to chapter 21. Hagar returns to Sarah, as she's been told. Her child is born, is named Ishmael, and begins to grow up within this somewhat dysfunctional family. He and his mother have some measure of security in his early years. In the fullness of God's timing, a son is then born to Sarah, amid much rejoicing. The only shadow cast over the celebrations is Ishmael's mockery. Maybe he is feeling insecure, or is just unkind in that moment. Sarah sees a rival for her own boy, and tells Abraham to get rid of Hagar and Ishmael. Abraham genuinely cares about his oldest son, and is distressed by this. However, God steps in and reassures him that things will work out. Notice how spitefully Sarah twice refers to Hagar as that slave woman, whereas God counteracts this twice by referring to her with the more gentle and dignified term of maidservant. Abraham is told he is indeed to send Hagar and Ishmael away, but God has the matter in hand. We can imagine Hagar's bewilderment and fear at once again finding herself seemingly helpless in a desolate place. Abraham has given her a little food and water, but that would not last long. She is a single mother, invisible, homeless and alone. Eventually she is close to losing all hope. She cannot bear to watch her son die, so moves away from him and begins to sob. Yet God was nearer than she thought. God reassures her with great kindness. 
he has heard the boy crying and he has not abandoned them. Not only does God see them, he also hears their distress. He hears the boy crying and he reassures and guides Hagar. He opens her eyes to a well of water nearby and so they survive and move on into the future God has for them. Verses 20 and 21 give a short outline of God's continued presence with them and of how they thrived. Hagar's future is to be one of dignity as a free woman and a slave no more. Sarah and Abraham had taken a wrong turning and not the only one in their long lives. There were consequences that Abraham had to live with for, as far as we can tell, there is no reason to believe he ever saw his oldest son again and we cannot help but wonder if their mistreatment of Hagar left a lingering shadow between Sarah and Abraham. Yet through it all, God remained faithful to his promise. Abraham had stumbled, but he did trust God and God did not abandon him. Meanwhile, Powerless, invisible Hagar discovered the love of God for her and her son. God did not abandon them. They survived and thrived. What a gracious God we have. If there are times when we feel abandoned or invisible, perhaps we will remember Hagar. Remember that our loving God knows, he sees, he cares, he is indeed God who sees me. Amen.